Welcome to The Buzz, the Unidays podcast, with two Gen Zs just talking about our generation. Hey, welcome back to The Buzz. I'm Shannon. I'm Anne. Welcome back. Um, Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy November. End of November. I think this is going out. Happy almost end of 2020. This might actually go out in December, I think. I can't remember the schedule, but yeah, oh, yeah end of might. year. Yeah, yeah. Happy end of 2020. We made it. We we made it. I'd we like to did it. give us all some snaps. I won't clap into mm. the microphone. Um, <laughs> it's been turbulent. It's been it's been quite the year, um, which is kind of what Arne and I wanted to talk about in this episode. Yeah, but we wanted to come at it from not like a remember when this bad thing happened followed by this bad thing so we just um pulled together like quick lists of like our highlights of the year whether they're personal or um more relatable things that have happened um and yeah I just want to talk about it yeah and we're going to try not to talk too much about COVID because everybody knows what it is and what it's done so the the point of this episode is to kind of like be a little bit more uplifting and thinking to the future and you know trying to try to focus on the good things so we're gonna do our best not to mention the c word <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's our goal we'll see if we can do it um yeah. did you want to kick off on with something a highlight um, a highlight of 2020 of yours yeah well funny that you say that we're not going to talk about covid like this isn't <laughs> co- i mean it is but it isn't but um one thing that really stood out to me because when i was pulling together this list i was going through my camera roll of, um, you know, just trying to jog my memory of what I did this year because, like, it feels like it went by so fast but also it felt like it was 20 years of my life and now I'm middle-aged. And, <laughs> and we feel middle-aged. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, the time, like, the first few weeks of lockdowns and, um, like, isolation at home, I, looking back on it now, like, coming out of it, I actually really enjoyed that time because I was living back at home um, close to my parents and to my friends and stuff. And yeah, it was just a really fun time. I was looking through the camera roll and it had like our paint nights and um, like Zoom call screenshots and stuff. So it feels like a lifetime ago. Mm. Oh, I like that. That's cute though. Yeah. Um, what about you? I mean, the first thing I put on my list, which is kind of more recent, I wrote Biden 2020 because I just feel like <laughs> it was like a universal sigh of relief. It was like, yeah. all right, all right, we can, you know, we can move on from what was the last four years. Hopefully that country mm. can like, you know, go back to being how it was in its like you know land of the free and that kind of jazz I just like because I feel like it's so hard oh you want oh my god I saw a TikTok last night of Mm. um it was like this girl sitting in front of a green screen and she was Australian and she goes because so many of you in my last video didn't realize that Australia had states I thought I would point it out for you so she like pointed them all out and there was she had like 400,000 likes and all of the comments are like I thought you were all just Australia like you have states oh my you have, god. and I was like oh my god and I saw a comment that said we spent the last two weeks watching your states turn from red to blue and you don't even know that there are states in our country and I was just <laughs> like it, oh my god it's so true um, yeah but yeah I just feel like it was a nice thing to kind of end the year on because I think if it had gone the other way there would have been some serious um upset in 
like the the communities that I care about. Yeah. So I feel like it was it was nice. Hundred percent. We deserve. Well, I say we, but America deserves some win. Like mm-hmm. something, <laughs> the people something that we ca- we care about and that we sort of align to. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. No. Um, you mentioned TikTok in your one, and is it lame that I put that TikTok was another highlight of the year? Um, Would it be me, even more lame if I told you that it was on my <laughs> list as well? <laughs> no, but um, I put it on there because it's a form of entertainment. It's a form of really being able to see what people think online. And I know that the algorithm will just serve you what you want to look at and what you um, align to really. But I thought it was great because it was such a useful tool for me throughout um, this whole year of just like being entertained, having something to talk about with my friends. Not that we like run out of things to talk about, but it's, it's just like another aspect of like, I don't know. I feel like that social media platform has been more impactful than like Facebook back in year eight or I don't know, Bebo in year six. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But I think what it comes down to is it's like a community-based app because like you can, I mean, Instagram and Facebook, typically you're only friends with or follow or like the people that you personally know and maybe Mm. like some celebrities. Um, Whereas I feel like TikTok gives, not only was it a new platform for new creators, because I know that there's like so many people that have great content ideas, but even platforms like YouTube are so oversaturated that getting any form of platform and audience on there is really, really difficult now. And I feel like it gave this new wave of creators like a new platform to do that and not be compared to anybody else and just like do what they want to do and make the content that they want to make. And like this whole new wave of seemingly like people who work in subway stores and people who work Mm. in like Dairy Queen, like um, DJ LeMay, I don't know if you watch him. He like makes cakes. He makes like ice cream cakes at Dairy Queen. Oh, is he the one? Oh, I think I, I I didn't know if it was Dairy Queen, but I watched another person who works at, I think Cold Rock or something. Oh, sorry. I think it must be Cold Cold Stone, Cold Stone Creamery. Something like that where they like mix the ice cream on like that little pallet thingy the plate, yeah the, the stone the cold stone yeah oh yes 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 yep yep yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no I totally agree and it's even like you could just be having the shittest day and you lie in bed and watch TikToks and though it might be wasting your time more often than not you leave it feeling understood Mm. I feel like there's a there's a point of relatability with the content on TikTok and particularly with the algorithm. But then again, sometimes I get the most random shit that I'm like, I've never watched a video like this, but I'm not mad about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then other times it's like your for you page is like, is this you? Like so specific to you that it's actually a bit scary. Yeah, I hate it sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, oh. But that's just it. It's like there's so much on there. I think for our generation it's done a really good job of – bringing forth so many like issues and normalizing things like mental health like people talk about mental health on tiktok like there's no tomorrow yeah 100% it's it's taking that like social media filter off um all the other platforms like you know instagram trying to create like a perfect picture of yourself or like a highlights reel but tiktok it's sort of like everyday behind the scenes stuff which is so relatable and it's so um I hate saying like, oh, it's so Gen Z, but like it is. It is. It's very refreshing. <laughs> In a really great way because, you know, as you said, like we um, have brought up so many 
interesting and important issues without needing to like create a hashtag yeah sort of thing absolutely yeah but yeah that's why I put it on mine as well because I just like it yeah I like it too everyone like not everyone but a lot of people who aren't on TikTok are like I don't understand why you are and it's like a waste of time and blah 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 and is it just dancing and I'm like no you don't understand like there is a community on there for every single type of person yeah absolutely mm. like I I stumbled onto kink talk <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's an, it is an interesting world on kink talk um, but it's very educational and that's what I like mm. it's like you learn like I was uh, for a while I was on beekeeper TikTok Ooh, which yeah. is really I, I saw a few videos. Yeah, yeah, of like them clearing out like hives and, and like rehoming them, which I thought was really yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. Also, like very scary, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like even the, my friends who detested it at the start and were like, "I don't get it, Shannon. It's stupid." All yeah. they're all on TikTok. They all send me TikToks. We all you know send them to each other, enjoy it collectively, and it's just yeah, it's fun and it's refreshing and it's. I think it'll be around for a while. Yeah, and we can just ignore all of the um, iffy data side of things because it's fine. It's uh, fine. everyone yeah, has my data already, so it's, it's, it's all good. As long as I keep getting funny videos, I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, you go with your next one that isn't TikTok. Um, well, I wrote that there was one week recently where um, Little Mix, Ariana Grande, and Sam Smith all released an album, and it mm-hmm. was honestly everything I needed in one week of time. Like Ariana's positions album is brilliant. I love it. Um, She just released the music video for 34 plus 35. Did you watch her? No. And I still need to listen to the album. Oh no. I'm I'm offended. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. That's your job for tonight is to listen to positions and report back to me immediately after. Mm -hmm. Um, Will do. But, yeah, Little Mix released Confetti and Sam Smith released Love Goes, which is, oh, Sam Smith's album is beautiful as well. And Little Mix's album is great, but they could do anything and I'd be pretty happy about it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was, like, my music highlight because I think there was, there was a period of time when no one was releasing anything, notably. Mm. Um, and now once they've all, you know, figured out their workplace health and safety guidelines, um, then they all started bringing out maybe the music that they'd been, like, thinking about or sitting on and they went, you know what, people need this now, so here have my music. And I just love that. Like, I just love that that's – like, I just uh, – music is such a gift. I just love it. Yeah. I love when artists give us what we want. That's great because it's kind of like you forget um, the importance and how it makes you feel when there is such a long, like, stagnant period of no new music. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's awesome. What a great way to finish off the year. Mm-hmm. All right, my next one is um, Moving Out. And we touched on it briefly in the previous episode, but yeah. um, I love being at home and this will tie into like my other point as well which I'll probably just talk about now just moving out and also working from home um I feel like it's done amazing things for my mental health just having my own space and really setting it up to how I like um you know to run my household and just be really comfortable like where I am and I feel really fortunate and so um you know grateful for being able to do that um at my age, so yeah. I love, I love that. <laughs> I love my plants too. <laughs> you do love your plants. Yeah. I just can't keep plants alive. Do you have all fake ones? 
Um, all of them are fake bar two, except I'm not going to lie to you, Arm, the one that you gave me did have to go outside because it got bugs in it because I didn't care about it. Oh, Not no. that I didn't care about it, but I just didn't care for it is probably it, a better way yeah, to say that. No, that's totally fine because every time my, one of my plants gets bugs, I'm like, oh, God, you're going outside. I know. And I don't know when you're going to come back inside. I, <laughs> I still have one living plant inside, though. Yeah. So I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, it's good. so funny that, like, you say that about moving out and, like, working from home. Because, like, moving out, I also did this year. I didn't put it on my list. Um, but I do love having my space. Mm. But I think working from home has been the worst thing for my mental health, Aww. which is so like it's so everybody is so different. And it makes me feel bad that our social norm prior to this year was just forcing everybody to be in an office five days a week. And then that mm. doesn't work for everyone. But it's just like that's what it was. Um, and so then I'm like, oh, I feel bad that like there are people who now are thriving being in their own space and being comfortable and, you know, having that opportunity to do that when they were mm. forced to do it for so long. And here's me being like, I don't like me alone, which I don't. Um, yeah, no, but that's totally fine. So like it, it does get really hard when all your th- socialization just stems from talking about work and then you feel like you can't really make meaningful connections is is that like a a big part of it yeah I think it's just like like I've always been a people person Mm, um and I think yeah I think even it's like a combination of the fact that I moved away from like my all of my a lot of my Mm. friends who still live back out west like I'm not far away but like I'm not close um and my family which granted living with my family was like, I love my mum, but it's more the other people in my household that are quite um, challenging at times. Yeah. Um, That's that like, enough. yeah, that, that was what was best for me. I think if I'd combined moving out with still being in an office five days a week, I would have thrived this year. Mm. So it's just been like a little bit shit that the thing that I've loved has also been probably not the best environment for the other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm literally makes- alone all the time, which is not really my comfort zone um, yeah but uh, I guess um now I feel bad because I never go into the shared like co-working space yeah but it's not <laughs> but it's, yeah but it's not for everyone and like I appreciate mm. that and I get it and I don't go there when no one else is there because what's the point yeah um but anyway that's a conversation we can have <laughs> offline <Yeah. laughs> we'll chat offline <laughs> yeah um all right well I love that that's so good what's your next one my next one is my business that I started, um, that I started with my best friend. I mean, I did talk about it, um, a couple episodes ago, but yeah, so started a business in August, which like, you know, I think a lot of people did do this year, um, because we had the time for it. And that's another thing. It's like, had I not worked from home and had I not moved out, I probably wouldn't have started a business. So everything yeah. happens for a reason. And 100%. like, it's definitely given me the flexibility to do that. You know, as soon as I can log off work, I can log on to that and do that, which, you know, if I was commuting or whatever, um, it'd be more of a struggle to do that. You know, I wouldn't be home to get deliveries, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think there's definitely pros to it. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's definitely been a highlight, and I mean we're learning a lot, and it's very challenging, and it's very time consuming. But at the same time, it feels rewarding to grow something from the ground and learn 
how, you know, you look at all of these big businesses and even like partners that we have on uni days um, mm. and you hear their stories about them literally starting in a garage or in their, yeah. you know, in their parents' houses and you just think like, how did they do it? And now like I understand what that hustle feels like at the start of it. Um, yeah, I'm so proud of you, Shannon. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are as well. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I'll link it in the description. If you like cocktails, you'll like it. Um, But, yeah, so that was definitely a 2020 highlight. And, like, I was talking to Sayed, who is my my roommate slash best friend slash business partner, um, and he said he was, like, had what happened this year not happened, we probably wouldn't have moved out and we probably wouldn't have started a business. So, Mm. you know, everything absolutely happens for a reason and you just got to trust trust in the unfolding of your life. Yeah. I think that's um like have we finished our points actually for highlights? I think we um I think I have one more. Oh, I just said that also this year I feel like I got a lot closer to my friends. Yeah. Which feels like it wouldn't be the case, but I think you don't see them as often. Here. Yeah. Cause I don't see them as often. And obviously like for a while it was very much like, don't go out, don't do anything. Um, but I think it's almost forced us all to make more of an effort to connect digitally. And then once, you know, it was more appropriate to socialize with people, um, I think because none of us are like traveling, none of us are like going to events constantly, like Mm. we're not necessarily as busy as we usually would be, which means we've got more time to spend with the people that we're closest to, which I think is kind of a nice thing to come out of this year Um, is very much like you've, like I've got my very core group of people that like are my friends that I love to spend time with and prioritize. And I think I appreciate them even more now, especially if I don't see them as often. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, um, in my first point about like in being in ISO those first few months and stuff, that's exactly how I felt as well. I didn't know how to like say it. Like, you know, you, you kind of go through, especially being like a young adult as well and wanting to go out and go travel and do so many different things when that's taken from us as like an option, not that we fall back on other things, but it makes us really appreciate our friends and our family and the time that we get to spend with loved ones. Cause there's never hopefully fingers crossed and there's never going to be a period like that again and I like fingers really like toes crossed as well (laughs) but um the amazing thing about it is that it really gave everyone the chance to make really meaningful connections with the people around you and the people that mattered to you the most like like you said you had to make a bit more of an effort digitally and then like coming out of that it sort of stuck yeah um in a good way yeah yeah no that's great um my last point was I put turning 24 as like a highlight um and like a bit of context around this my birthday was in May um so you can imagine like the the time period around that Mm -hmm. and at the time I was like oh like shit I'm turning 24 (laughs) I'm at home I can't see anyone um and it was just I didn't feel great about it but now looking back on it I feel like I've really felt more adult this year than any other year and it's kind of like extremely scary but also really rewarding to feel that way yeah and I feel like it's really influenced my the way that I interact with my parents or or the way that I carry myself with um work or life or friendships and stuff I feel like I'm no longer 
not that I've figured it out, but I'm not doubting myself as much. Um, and I think that really comes with age. Um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of a weird one because no, I like I that. And I now. think <laughs> now, like when I think about, excuse me, when I first like met you and you first started at work, and now like I've noticed you doubt yourself less, like not just in work, mm. but even in life. Like I feel like you have matured over the last two years that like I've noticed. So no, I like that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, cool. I mean, then we'd kind of said, um, kind of like a, a learning, I guess, from 2020. Um, and it's obviously very hard to not relate this to certain things. Um, (laughs) but I'd kind of said, and I mean, it sort of touches into what we've already talked about, but I wrote the importance of self-care, self-check-ins, mental health, and reaching out to others. And I think like, for me personally, my mental health has probably been the like the most turbulent that it's ever been this year. Mm. And I think that happens for a lot of people. And I read um, the other day someone sent me um, Triple J Hack had like an Instagram story click through, which was about yeah. um, uh, burnout in terms of like working from home. Um, mm. And it talked a lot about... Um, it's affected mostly women and it's affected mostly young people. So I was like, all right, well, (laughs) that makes sense. (laughs) Um, And it was basically about you presenting yourself to work, like whether that's at your dining table or if you're still in an office, like physically, but mentally you'd completely checked out and you just really weren't, like you weren't there because you you felt so consumed by what you were doing every day and the fact that you couldn't remove yourself from it very easily because, like, Mm. you know, obviously I live in an apartment now um, and, like, my lounge room is also my office, which is not always the best way to, like, separate kind of church and state in a way because you can't, like, you don't leave your workspace As much as you, like, you could literally leave work at work, whereas work is now at home. And I think, obviously, that was an issue that people talked about much earlier in the year. Um, But now that's sort of set in as, like, this really is an issue, but there's not a lot I can do about it. Um, Mm. And I just feel like I just got to, like, a place of convincing myself that my feelings and my problems weren't big enough to, like, talk about. And I think that that's a big thing in particular young people and often with males I feel like they definitely feel Mm. that that like situation and I just got to like a point of like I you know talked about it with friends and they were like you know you could talk to us about it I'm like yeah but what like what is there for me to talk to you about like I just feel like I just feel a bit shit like I just feel a bit down like doesn't everybody feel like that and they're like yeah but you're still allowed to tell people I was like yeah I know um but that's also just like my personality I'm very much like no but you're probably like your life's worse than mine. So I shouldn't complain. Like I'm very like that. And it's like, you know, it's, I'm working through it, but yeah, Yeah. I think it's really important to just like take that moment to genuinely check in with yourself. And like, you can keep telling yourself you're fine, but like, if you're not just like firstly accept that you're not totally fine and then work through it from there. Yeah. And it's so important, as you say, to just say it out loud. Like, if you can say it out loud to yourself and be like, I woke up, I feel shit, that's how I feel, or, you know, this is getting me down and stuff, that's kind of the first step. It's There's no shame and there's no reason why you shouldn't feel a certain way and you shouldn't convince yourself otherwise, um, you know, if you're feeling 
down. But that's a really good lesson. It's pretty much mine as well. It's just being able to um, self-reflect and reach out as well. Like that is a massive thing because I have a few people in my life who were never really the type to start conversations whether it's like normal conversations or like bigger issues or anything. Mm. Um, And I found that when I do check in on them, they're struggling the most because they're not used to doing that. But it's, it's just like, it's so important and it's so like, I don't know. It's just being able to talk to someone about it can make you feel better instantly. Even if you don't want advice or you don't want anything, you just want to say it out loud. I think that's um, massive. Yeah. A huge thing that I learned this year um, was to really enjoy everything as it comes. Mm. Um, I stopped looking forward to the future in terms of, like, planning. Um, And not in, like, a bad way, I feel. I feel like I've done it in a good way of just trying to and I'm really trying to like skate around the phrase of live in the moment because I don't want to say that yeah but um that's exactly what it is it's you know take every day as it comes and really appreciate the little things like I don't know the sun shining through the window looks amazing and I'm not getting myself down about thinking about things that I can or can't do next year or can or can't do this weekend um and really just trying to focus on the really positive things that happen day by day. I feel like I want to say it comes from Winnie the Pooh, but maybe it doesn't. The quote where it's like, um, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but um, like the present is a gift. Yeah, yeah. I think like it is that. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like there's a TikTok sound <laughs> that talks about it. Um, I'm like, wow, Shannon, you're really well read. So profound. <laughs> but it's from TikTok. It's from TikTok. But I, like, I've, I've heard it before. Anyway, um, but it's very true. And like, as you were saying that, I was realizing that like I'd started doing that as well because mm. normally you live so like you're planning big holidays or say like, yeah. I don't know, I was very like in a cycle of like shredding for my next trip. Like that was very much like my, or like yeah. got to be healthy because I want to look good in like Europe or America or whatever. Um, and obviously yeah. that's not a reality anymore. So I think like for so long this year, I just spent like, I just want something to look forward to. I want something to look forward to. Like I can't find joy in the little things because I just want you know, something exciting to happen. And I kind of like, I feel like as the years gone by, it's like you look forward to the little things where you're like, oh, this weekend I'm having dinner with a friend who I haven't seen and, like, I'm really looking forward to that. And I Mm. think, like, normally you'd be like, oh, that's really, like, you know, that'll be fun, but you don't necessarily put as much stick in it as you might now because, like, we appreciate things that might have held lesser value to us in the past but now everything feels like we should be grateful for it and we should. Um, And even like, yeah, like, like you say this morning, I literally looked at my Christmas tree and like the sun was coming in. And when I moved in to this apartment, I used to complain about us not getting any direct sunlight. And when the seasons and the clocks changed now, first thing in the morning, we do get direct sunlight, which is quite nice. Oh, that's beautiful. And it like reflects off the tinsel of my Christmas tree. And I was like, this morning, I just sat there admiring it. And I was like, oh, it's such a pretty tree. Yeah. (laughs) I can fully imagine you sitting there like (laughs) your, your chin on your palm just smiling at your tree (laughs) do you have cameras in my house (laughs) legit that's like yeah you you find those little things and you appreciate them because 
Otherwise, you will find no joy in existing if you can't find joy in tiny little things that keep you going. Yeah. It's um, – I feel like that's really the the crux of this episode, like just your mental health and your mindset as well, especially going into the holiday period. I know that generally it gets pretty hard um, for people who might feel more isolated over the holidays and stuff. And it's – yeah, like I would just say, you know, try and reach out more if you aren't or try and check in with your friends more if you aren't. Um, I, it's – I think this year we should really see Christmas and see um, New Year's as a positive thing and not like a, oh, but last year we could do this and now this year we're doing something else that isn't as great. I think, like, stop comparing it to the normal because this is the normal and if you can't enjoy the normal now, um, then, like, you're not really... I don't like I don't want to say it so harshly of like you know you're you're not living in the moment and what's the point sort of thing but it's more just um if you can appreciate all the the good things that are happening to you right now it could make you feel better about not missing out on the other things does that make sense yeah 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 yeah, definitely. yeah. I like that um, and I mean, to kind of round things out, um, we sort of wanted to like leave on, I mean, this has been a relatively positive note, but obviously like there's some, you know, other stuff trickled in there. Um, but like some goals for 2021, because I feel like mm. no one knows what it's going to look like. We'll just figure it out as it comes. You know, January 1st is not a fixture of like everything that's wrong in the world. Um, yeah. And so I feel like it is hard to know this is, you know, exactly what 2021 is going to look like, but I still feel like it's important to have goals. Um, And I found this really hard because I feel like normally my goals are very much led by things that are currently quite restricted. Yeah. Yeah, Events or travel, things like that, that obviously Mm. are off the table for a fair amount of time. And however long that might be, I don't know. So I'm not going to sit here and go, well, the end of next year, I want to travel somewhere because what if I can't? Like, I don't want to set myself up for failure. Um, Yeah. So I, my first goal, I have three, is less negativity and focus on gratitude, which we've basically just completely talked about. But even like this morning I lay on my bed and I thought, all right, what three things am I grateful for today? And I know that people say this all the time and I'm really bad at doing it. I even have a gratitude journal that my mom bought me years ago that I've never written in. (laughs) Um, But like, it was as simple as me going, all right, what's three things I'm grateful for today? And I rattled them off and I thought, you know what? Yep. Cool. I feel good. Today's good we can do this, you know, here's my gratitude of the day. And I feel like even if you forget it to do it every day, suddenly if you remember, you go, okay, let me find three things that I am grateful for today. And it makes you think about little things, which obviously we've just talked about. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, Go through the rest of yours because I just have one. Okay. (laughs) The second one is not being so hard on ourselves. I think Mm. it was very much there was a big stigma around productivity um, now that we had so much free time and some people yeah. did. And like, I tried to, you know, I took up handstands. I tried to learn the keyboard. Um, I, I don't know in my head, I had these, these like grand plans of, Oh my God, I have so much free time. What can I do with it? But eventually I was like, oh, I don't really want to do any of this. I mean, handstands yeah. is kind of a fun skill that now I sort of have, which is nice. <laughs> um, and obviously, like, eventually I started a business, but, you know, that took a lot of time and energy. Um, but I think, you know, have, when you have those days, 
whatever, I mean, 2020 or otherwise, where maybe you didn't get those things done or, you know, you ate an extra piece of cake or you didn't go to the gym because your muscles were sore or you were tired or you slept through your alarm or like whatever happens, happens. Mm. And like, you just can't beat yourself up about like those little things when in the scheme of things, if you're surviving, then like you're doing okay. Yeah. hundred percent. And I would even say you're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Living <laughs> yeah. is hard, man. <laughs> it is. It's very expensive yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. it. Um, and then my third one, which I seem to have kind of like combined three more goals into one point. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The other two are general. Then the third one is like more personal things. One is save for property because I would like to start doing that, actually start doing that next year. And again, mm. I used to be very much like save to travel. And now that that's not necessarily what I need to do, I should save my money to do something else that feels productive. So that's one. Finding a healthy routine, which is I feel like me trying to just be like not so constantly roller coastering like I'm really healthy now I'm really not oh I feel really healthy and now I feel like shit finding some balance in my life in like what works for me that's not necessarily like a serious diet but that's not completely letting myself go like finding a routine that feels good and that makes me feel good and that I'm satisfied with is basically what that means and then seeing more art is something that Ooh. I write because I love theatre, but for someone who loves theatre, I do not go and see enough of it. And so I, like, decided yeah. that I want to go, like, Pip, Pippin, Frozen are coming. Hamilton I've already booked tickets to, but obviously. Um, I saw that Rent's playing at the Sydney Opera House in January. So, like, I want to, like, see more, like, theatre and art and appreciate that particularly one to support it because I care about it and obviously they've suffered this year. Um, But also to just like enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I find like going to see a theatre show one of the most entertaining things ever. Yeah. And it really makes me question why I don't prioritise to do it more often. I know. Like you just made me think of all these shows that I'm like, oh, yeah, I would have loved to see that. And now I'm like, why didn't I go see that? (laughs) Exactly. And then you regret it and you get like theatre FOMO and you're like, oh, I should have gone. Yeah. Um, I also saw that uh, Magic Mike is playing, so I'm intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) No, but thank you for sharing those. I think, um, like, my uh, goal for next year sort of is a very, um, like, not tangible thing. Mm -hmm. I think that I really want next year to feel grateful and to feel um happy with my life and I know that's like so wishy-washy so like broad to say but I think um whether I do want to set tangible goals and hit them or I don't because of whatever I I just want to feel that I am comfortable with myself and comfortable with the decisions I've made and you know the people I surround myself with and stuff and I just want to feel happy and even like I thought about wording it, like looking back on 2020 and being really grateful for it. Um, I think that is something that I do want to feel, but more just like, I don't know. I don't even know how to, I feel like I'm having a semi existential crisis right now, but, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what? Contentment is actually really fucking hard to get to find. It really is. Yeah. Because it feels like there's always something else that comes up that you regret or that you want to do and you can't or feel like you're limited in 
like a certain way but I like that's my goal for next year and I don't think I've ever said that it's always just been like I want to go like visit Asia I want to go this and that I want to buy this or do that um which yeah like I'm, I'm trying to switch it up for next year and, and make sure that no matter what the world looks like next year I want to prioritize how I feel um and that really just ties into everything that you said about you know gratitude mental health and all of that no I love that it's so funny mm. I watched um like a, a segment of a really like a not really old but like a f- quite a few year old Ariana Grande interview and I think yeah. it was like the era of um I want to say like her second album so it was a while ago mm-hmm. and the interviewer said something to her and was like, you know, do you want this? Are you planning this? You know, what are your goals? Yada, yada. And she was like, you know, what? I'm good. I'm happy. Like I'm, I'm happy where I am. Cause they, I think they were like, do you miss the old days of like, you know, being, you know, not recognizable and just enjoying your life and living free. And she was like, no, she's like, I, I, you know, I, I love what I'm doing and I'm very content and happy and good where I am and it's like it's almost sad to think about like the shit she's gone through since then Mm. um that like I'm sure that feeling of contentment and happiness in where she was is not something she's necessarily felt since then which I think is like quite a sad reality for a lot of people um you know celebrity or otherwise and I think feeling content is something that Gen Z are not conditioned to strive for which I think is really important to ponder because we have this constant need to like do more and prove ourselves and like be be something yeah yeah yeah. um and I don't know necessarily what societal construct has like made us feel that way but I think striving for contentment normally people would perceive that as like well why would you just want to be comfortable like what wouldn't Mm. you want more for yourself but I think wanting to be comfortable and being comfortable is really hard to do like you're you always feel some level of discomfort whether it is like you're unhappy at work or you're unhappy at home or you're unhappy with your health or you're unhappy with I don't know the tv show that you just watched last night like you never (laughs) you always feel like you're never happy with everything and so I think that's that's a good goal to have yeah and um watch me struggle with it so (laughs) (laughs) when you come to me and you're like Shannon why did I set this as a goal and I'm like oh I don't know we'll figure it out uh, me trying to act all like adult <laughs> yeah having like a mental breakdown just like crying to your plants yeah <laughs> but that's you know that's the beauty of life Absolutely. but um no I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I I hope that it sparks some sort of thoughts within yourself of reflecting on the year that was and looking forward to what's coming um next year I mean I I can't wait and we'll um we'll come back with another season um I don't know what date we'll return but probably around mid-January probably like mid to late Jan by the time we're back in the office and settling in um but yeah but um as always our DMs and our telendium are always open like if you guys want to share your like the biggest things you learned this year we'd we'd love to read them um yeah you know we love that people do listen to this and we love feeling heard so definitely like share share your thoughts with us if you want to um and we'd love to read them and know what you took from 2020 and what you're looking forward to next year yeah and as always thanks for your support and thanks for listening to us and um we'll we'll catch you next year have a good christmas and a new year and stay safe bye bye